You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. Welcome to Around the Arena's Kiama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. With lockdown and stay-at-home orders in force in our region and across the Illawarra for the last week, sport has in many cases been postponed or cancelled. Most team sports are in an enforced recess, and whilst golf has been played, golfers from Illawarra and Shell Harbour addresses have not been able to enter our region. Junior representative competitions, which are normally played during the school holidays, are also affected. So in summary... It's been a frustrating and confusing week for sporting participants. With that in mind, I thought I'd dip into some sporting history and get Bill Peters to remind us of happier times. I do hope you enjoy Bill's contribution. Hugh Heyman Massey was the 28th man to play Test cricket for Australia. His Test record was 249 runs in nine tests at an average of 15.56. His first-class record in 64 games was 2,485 runs at an average of 23, with a highest score of 206 against Oxford University on the 1882 Tour. In February 1885, in what turned out to be his final Test match, Massey became the fourth man to captain Australia in a Test match when he captained Australia to a famous victory in Sydney, winning by just six runs in a series-turning result. Massey was also a banker with the Commercial Banking Company of Sydney Limited, and it was his links with this profession that brought forth his connection with the Kaima Cricket Club, when, having been encouraged to holiday in the area by the Kaima's local bank manager, he was invited to make an appearance for the Kaima Cricket Club. Massey's appearance was a fillip for the team, and was reported enthusiastically in the local newspapers, where it was reported at a training session before the match, he hit a ball that flew 250 yards before it alighted again on Mother Earth. The match between the Kaima Cricket Club and the Wollongong Cricket Club took place at Church Point on Saturday 3rd of October 1896. Kaima lost the toss and Wollongong elected to bat, scoring an impressive 210 runs, with Massey coming on with his off-breaks to pick up the final wicket. Now comes the moment that the spectators have turned up for. Walking out to open the batting for Kaima are Hugh Massey, former Test captain, and Jack McCaffrey, Kaima's captain and longest-serving player. Both men are aged in their 40s. Massey is 42 and McCaffrey is 43. And yet both are still formidable with the willow in hand. From the very start, Massey batted freely. Though he had been renowned for his fast scoring and big hitting, no one could have expected the onslaught that came here at Church Point. Though he was now 42 years old, his eye and timing did not appear to have left him, and he took on the Wollongong bowling at will. Jack McCaffrey had been the club's mainstay with the bat for many years, but here he just took a back seat to the byplay. Massey drove handsomely at the first ball he faced from Hamilton, putting it close to the crowd with a perfect straight drive for two runs. An overcorrection from the bowler saw the next ball whizzing away to the mid-wicket boundary for four, before a further brace of two came from a cut shot of exquisite precision in timing and power from the third ball of the over. The crowd rolled along with the action, cheering loudly and clapping in excitement at the show that was being put on. Massey continued forth, almost blithely ignoring where each ball was pitched and appearing to be able to place the ball precisely where he wanted it to go, no matter where on the wicket it was aimed. 
The Wollongong captain was soon doing exactly as has been suggested in the newspaper article during the previous week, putting Fuelsman to the four winds in the hope of being able to intercept one of the rockets that was emanating from Massey's bat. McLeod's first over was moved around for six runs, but it was Hamilton who was being punished. His second over was absconded for 11 runs, and his third over punished for another dozen runs. What to do, what to do? Massey was proving to be a fearsome opponent, and the score was rattling along. Some relief came when McCaffrey edged the final ball of that fifth over to McLeod at slip, and was dismissed for four. The total stood at one for 43, of which Massey had scored 37. The first two deliveries of McLeod's third over were dispatched by Massey to the boundary as well. The first a belting off drive that left the field of two mid-offs floundering. The second hit straight so hard that it perfectly bisected the two fieldsmen who had been positioned on that boundary just 10 metres apart. The crowd was beside itself, cheering and hollering and clapping until their hands hurt. It was some of the most exhilarating cricket that had ever been witnessed at the Church Point ground. There is no way of telling what the bowler McLeod was thinking of, but one can only admire his bravery in deciding that the next ball was also going to be pitched up full to the batsman. On its delivery, one can only imagine that Massey's eyes lit up once again, seeing yet another opportunity to inflict carnage upon the scoreboard. However, this ball is not like the others he has faced, and as it closes on the famous wielder of the willow, he sees too late that the ball is fuller than the other deliveries have been. He jams his bat down hard, but to no avail and the terrifically delivered Yorker has done its job and defeated the defence of the former Test batsman, whose stumps clatter to the ground. The audible groans from the viewing public drown out the cheers of triumph, and no doubt relief, of the Wollongong players. Massey walks off the ground to a chorus of cheers and hurrahs, having been dismissed for 45 runs out of the total of 2 for 51. His innings contained eight fours, many of which had to be retrieved from the rocks surrounding the church point ground. His entire innings had been completed in only 5.3 overs and had lasted for only 18 minutes. Despite a great chase by the remaining climber batsmen, the team is dismissed for 199 and a loss by 10 runs. Though he may not have been a homegrown Australian Test representative, it is nonetheless an exciting prospect to have such a well-credentialed player making an appearance for your club and putting on display that does not disappoint those that have come to watch. If it was anything like the excitement I felt when I discovered that the Kyma Cricket Club could boast within its ranks an Australian Test captain, albeit from over 100 years ago, then it must have been an exciting day indeed upon Kyma's Church Point ground. KCR, Kyama Community Radio.org. For the community, by the community. In golf at Kyama, a restricted fool played monthly medal stroke play. A-grade went to Bo Fraser with a stroke round of two under par 64 from Ethan Harvey, 65. B-grade, Graham Ross, 77, from Michael Casson, 80, and C-grade, Steve Harrod, 86, from Alex Bowles, 88. At Jamboree, only 24 starters were eligible to tee off due to COVID restrictions. A stable for the event was won by Anthony Smith, with 36 points, from Ian Unsworth, with 33. As we continue to deal with the COVID situation, it's important that you keep in contact with your sport to check on the status of training and competitions. For example, Kaima Rugby Club have published on the socials that the next two rounds of their competition have been postponed, 
and training also postpone until the 10th of July, depending on restrictions. So check with your sport for your specific details. Make sure, though, that you attempt to continue to exercise within the COVID guidelines as exercise assists with your overall wellness. And I can advise that the Man Walk is doing its best to assist men's wellness in the Kaima region by commencing a new walk time this coming Friday, the 9th of July. The walk will start at 8am from the Short Black Cafe. Come along and join in. And finally, I had the absolute pleasure of visiting Australia's number one community radio station, 107.1 Highlands FM in Barrel recently. Thanks to Adam for showing my colleagues and I what is possible to achieve in community radio. If you're in the Southern Highlands, tune in to 107.1 FM and enjoy. That's all I have time for this week, but if you want your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.